Hey. Hi. It's just us. Um, it's just us gals today. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to another episode. Oh, wait, and good night. Right. And good night. Because apparently that apparently that makes that makes Q upset if I don't say the good night and all the good things. So, you know, good night. Welcome to another episode of Code Switching Naturally. I am AJ. I'm Chani. And you know, we're gonna make the best of this episode. Cause I don't know if y'all both can tell. Well, both. <laughs> I don't know if y'all can tell. We both. <laughs> we both going through it as far as like being tired and things and um exhaustion. I want to say I am exhausted beyond reason. Um I don't have I can, any else, huh? You said what? I can tell from the way that you called me. You called me and looked like you were already over it. <laughs> I am. Listen, do you have any L's of the week? The week itself. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. That's fair. <laughs> I don't have a rant, like an L of the week, but I do have a rant against myself and the exhaustion that I feel. Mm. Oh, uh, what's today? Saturday. So Thursday. Thursday. Um. I don't know why. Uh, so I may I, I have this random habit. Sometimes I'll just get in the car and then think I could put my car in gear with it completely turned off. I do that a lot. I don't ask questions. I don't know. I just do it a lot. Okay. But you I unlocked it. Huh? You think you got you an automatic car? Girl, I'm thinking I sit my ass in this seat. This bitch going to turn on. And I don't know why I think that. But it's fine. It's cool. But anyway, so here's the thing. I unlocked a new Ariel What the Fuck. And by that I mean I um I've started going to work out with my my baby, uh Bibble Judy, shout out to her, um across town, right? So we was in her car and I tried to get out of the seat to get out of the car, but I could not get out of the seat. I was trying to understand it. And I was like, I, I know I took the seatbelt off, so why I can't get out the car? I'm still in the seatbelt. <laughs> I don't know if you know this or not. Seatbelts are built for you to stay in the car. Feet. <laughs> now, that was around like 6.30 in the evening, right? This is about 6.30. I get home... <clears throat> It's about 8 39 o'clock. Why I did it again? Twice in one day. I'm trying to get out the car. I got all this shit in my hand. I got all this shit in my hand. I got bags. I got my purse. I got cups. Like, I'm like, I said, what the fuck? I can't get out the car. Like, I don't understand. What is. I was like, bro, this can't be happening. I really need to go to sleep. I really do need to go to sleep. And so, because then I came home and started doing some more work. I started working some more. Working on some stuff. And so, I was like, yeah, nah, bro, I probably should go to sleep. I don't think that that's smart. But, you know. And then I was staring at a note for 20 minutes and just could not remember what I was doing. So the level of exhaustion that I am, and it doesn't matter how much sleep I get. And so, yeah, I, um, I've unlocked it's, a new level. It's been a long week for you. A long couple of weeks. It's mm -hmm. been like, it's been like little, like I said, it's been like little inconveniences. It's not like terrible, but it's not great either, you know? Yeah. Um, and so the people started working on our roofs on Wednesday. 
So the last couple of days, around like 7, 7.15, all I hear is feet pitter-pattering across the roof. And then you hear them throwing stuff around and it sounds very aggressive. And then you just hear them banging and, and you know, hammering away, replacing the roof. So it's been um it's been great. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's been interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's it's been. So I guess let's just hop right in because there's so much to talk about, you know. There's so many avenues and ways we can go about this. And I think, uh, um, so last week's episode, again, I'm so sorry it came out so late, but listen, hello, can you see why it came out so late? Like, um, and then I had a headache the size of Texas last yeah. night. And again, my pills were in the car. And my car is not in the driveway. Oh, yeah. On top of that, they put a, um, one of those big old, remember those big old um, dumpster things that they used to have leave around campus when people was moving in and moving out? Oh, yeah, yeah. So they have one of those sitting in, in between me and our neighbor's uh, driveways. So we can't park in the driveways. They got cones with caution tape on it. So we have to park away. And the way my headache was set up, who was going to walk to my car? Felt heard. So I had to wait for my mama to come home, all the way home, and tell her to stop and get my my pills out the car. Mm -hmm. And when I looked at them yesterday, it's time for me to go to the doctor because I need more. And I'm going to need them to up the ante because these 800s. That's not working for you anymore? They were never really working from the beginning. Mm. They would relieve it, but I would still have like a lot of pain. It would just kind of like, yeah, okay. All right. But yeah, so which direction are we going in? Um, hmm. So I don't have a question so I'm just I'm just going to say like a lot of people you know I am what you like to call a tomboy Mhm I'm probably the girliest tomboy most people will see but I'm definitely a tomboy and you just are non-binary right Right so it's interesting because we love, we are, we are, okay. We just going to explore womanhood and what it, what it means to be, I don't know what it means to be a girly girl, so I can't speak to that, but I know I can speak to the fact that I know I'm, I am a woman. That's how I was born, but sometimes it is woe, man. <laughs> Sometimes you have like nigga moments. I do. You have nigga moments and nigga thoughts. I do. And I've discovered that I don't I don't feel bad about it. And there's nothing to feel bad for. But it's so funny because when it comes to like some of our friends that are girly girls, I don't fully understand them. Right. Like, I can be honest and say, like, sometimes I'll be like, what the, f what does that even mean? Sometimes when I'm with other women, it feels kind of out of place for me. It, it feels like I, I really don't fully understand that world. <laughs> 
and it'd be and so I, crazy. It'd be like that because I love women. I love. I really do. I love. I love being a woman, a black woman. I love it. I don't understand all women though. At all. And you know, I'm a girl's girl. I root for all women, but sometimes I want to be like, bitch, you stupid. Why would you what? say that? Like, my humble humble, he's the he's a friend to the show. Shout out to PJ. Like, he posted a clip. This bitch said. Hold on. She said something about a good man not being an oh, she said sometimes a good man is not enough. Being a good man is not enough. What? What does that mean? Oh, okay. I don't you know. Like, what you mean? Like, y'all say, Lord, I want a good man. I want a good man. This man is good to you, and it's still not enough. I don't know what that means. What what other counterpart do you, I, I'm confused by that statement. And sometimes I think women consider me like a pick me or whatever they want to call that, whatever that means, because I do sometimes understand men and sometimes it's our fault. It is our fault sometimes. Accountability. I think sometimes women fail to take accountability. You're like, you know, you know how we like, we always have a debate of like, don't put your hands on a man. If you put your hands on a man, what you get back is on you. <laughs> oh, people be getting so mad at me when I say that. I was like, get run up like a man, get done up like one. I don't, I don't understand how many ways people have to tell you to put your, keep your hands to yourself because then you'd be surprised if you want to make him out to be the monster. It don't make no sense. He retaliated because you did what you did. And people, people don't want to accept this, and people are going to hate me for saying this, but Rihanna got what she got because she was the aggressor. People don't want to admit that. People's like, nah, he shouldn't have did that. He could have walked away. How? In a Lamborghini? In a two-seater? What you going to do? I'll be honest with you, I don't know anything about that case at all. Okay, so because both of them talked about it, and she she admitted her faults as well. But, so, long story short, she, long story short, they was driving home from the, like, Clive, Dave, Clive Davis party, and apparently an ex of his had shown up to the party, and he didn't know that she was going to be there, she didn't believe him. She felt some type of way. And so she was beating his ass, like scratching at him, punching him. He says she grabbed his balls while he was driving. Uh-huh. And was throwing like a whole tantrum. Why'd you grab his balls? Um, and why would you like why would you do that? Those are sensitive. That's like a man grabbing your titty and trying to twist that bitch off. And, and he's driving. And driving again in a two-seater Lamborghini. That is dangerous. <laughs> like, it's extremely dangerous. And so, like, and people's like, oh, but that's just not the only thing he's done. I'm like, y'all, we don't know what happened. I'm not saying that he's not capable of that. Because he very well was. And the way he fucked her up, Whoa. But let's think about it. And he's not the only case. There's plenty of men who keep getting popped in the face, popped in the mouth, popped or fought or swung on by these women. And they let them because they know the narrative is going to be pushed that he was the aggressor and not her. Every single time. And it's like. And I think honestly part of it, again, is a fault where people assume that women are the weaker sex. Like, we can't be the aggressor. That we can't Maybe. be the ones that, that start the, or cause the issue. We can't. Women are some of the most manipulative, most conniving, most narcissistic people on the planet. And because I know that we have that capability, I try my damnedest not to do it. 
because women, there's there are a few things that can get men tarnished for the rest of their lives. And women know this, especially white women. Mm. You know, if you yelled that a man raped you or touched you in an inappropriate way, trigger warning, I'm so sorry. And we're not we're not disparaging anybody who has actually lived through uh sexual assault because um yeah, been there, done that. But there are some women who know, and white women especially, they will weaponize their tears in a heartbeat. Right. Emmett Till is a great example. Mm-hmm. And it's like they can say, oh, he looked at me or, oh, he made me feel uncomfortable or, oh, he touched me. Like that kind of stuff. You can say that or you can say he put his hands on you. Them the top two things women run to. Yeah. Jonathan Majors, unfortunately, is going through this with a white woman now. He sure is, isn't he? Mm-hmm. And it's come it's coming out the woodwork that she actually was the aggressor. Mm. But again, I've only ever seen it where white people are the most like the white women are the most dangerous people on earth. And they don't have to hit you. Even though they will. I don't understand that shit either. Like I don't like. Why you want to run and try to put your hands on people like they're not going to fuck you up? Like, I just don't understand that. It's been a lot of videos of white women, like, swinging at people. And then they want to cry victim after they get it's, their ass popped back. Because they know that they can't. That's the thing. They, they do it because they know at the end of the day, you put your hands on me, I'm going to just, just cry because I, I have that ability. Oh, I wish this video was still around the internet. I just can't find it. And it makes me so sad. This white lady was getting up in this black person's face, this black man's face, or it was a black woman's face. I can't remember. It was a black man's face. And this white lady stepped in and told her she needed to do better. It was in a hotel lobby. And they was like, are you recording? Because I need to make sure she, the, the white girl, the white girl that stepped in, she was like, are you recording? Because I need you to, I need to, I need y'all to understand that when these cops come. And so then the lady got in her face and like shoved her. And that white girl got up and beat the brakes off that white lady. Wow. She took her shoes off and went to town. She's like, now, bitch. She was like, I said, oh, no, she was pissed. Because she was like, don't put your fucking hands on me. And then the white lady who started all this shit, kind of about she pregnant. How about, oh, I'm pregnant, I'm pregnant, I'm pregnant. And she was like, oh, now you pregnant. <laughs> like, you yelling out pregnant, like you pregnant. First of all, she she looked a little too old to be pregnant, and that's on me because I guess you know there's different ages. There's fifty year olds having children, so you know I could. It could be very well, she very well could have been pregnant, but it was funny how you wasn't pregnant before you start getting in that woman's face and putting your hands on her. And so when the cops came, they was like, "Shut up." <laughs> Because she was just doing a whole lot of rah-rah like and was talking again. And so the other lady who stepped in and beat her ass, she was all calm. She was like, yes, sir. I have my information. That's fine. Because she knows she did. She And then, because after she beat her ass, she put her shoes back on. She was like, you got that on video? She, you got that on video? Oh, okay. <laughs> she covered. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like... And then, but also... Let me just say this. Let me backtrack for a second. Because white women aren't the most dangerous, but it's the ones who say that they don't see color and that they're not a racist that are the most dangerous ones. They are. There is, it is, it is so dangerous to act like you don't see the difference between you and another black person. Because you were just, you were going to completely ignore how that changes a person's life. Mm -hmm. But you want to know, there's actually a really good story about this, uh, about a turnout for this one. Remember in the, the guy from Central Park that was just bird watching and that white lady um, who was suffocating yeah. her dog 
and she ended up losing her job and all that stuff. He now has a show on like, uh, I think it's like Disney Plus or something like that. He actually has a show like for Discovery Channel and stuff. I'm so happy for him. And he actually gets paid to do what he loves for a living. And I was like, such a good thing happened from that because what could have happened to that man could have been totally wrong. It could have been worse. And I think, I know this is not going to get like a lot of like, you know, a lot of people are not going to like this episode, but I don't really care. But I'm sorry, a lot of these podcasts need to die. A lot of them. A lot of these women, a lot of these men, a lot of these podcasts that focus solely on what niggas and, and bitches is not doing need to die. I, that we need to stop trying to tell the other gender what they need to be doing. Correct. Like we have a whole bunch of arguments about like men need to be doing this, women need to be doing this. Let people exist. I don't understand. I don't I don't what I will say is everybody needs to do the work, whatever that work looks like. It doesn't need to be therapy if that's not what you need. You just need to do the work. Period. You don't have to be gendered. You don't have to fit in a gendered box. You don't fix your fix, fix your shit. How about that? Get your shit together and whatever capacity that means. If your coochie stank, get your coochie together. If your breath stank, get your breath together. If you are a person who is selfish as hell, get your shit together. That's not gender specific. Pacifico. That's what I said. It's not gender specific Pacifico. Okay? That's what I said. You got a problem? Not at all. No. You know what, y'all? I just really want to understand why Channy always be fucking judging me. Like, her black ass don't be saying some crazy shit, too. I haven't said anything crazy this whole season yet. Exactly. The key word being yet. You're right. It's going to oh, happen. Okay. Me, I'm going to do, I'm going to say something crazy every time. Every I single time. The book of AJ-isms. I just... <laughs> That's and you didn't know me la you didn't know me long enough because I have a lot. So many. They've been they've been pretty good lately though, but my but oh Ariel. Oh. <laughs> I've known you long enough that I I can interpret them. I just I know what it means. <laughs> I know what it means. And it's fine because if you don't know what it means, you better use context clues in this bitch. Because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you what <laughs> I said. Because I said what I said when I said it. But yeah, I think. Uh, but also, so I say it this way because how I was raised, I give my daddy credit for this part, but it also backfired in a way. Because I used to be told all the time, be a man about myself or suck that shit up, what you crying for, stuff like that. So, and then I have a lot of, I have a lot of male cousins that I always used to be hanging up, hanging off of. And even now I still kick it with them and talk to them and laugh with them or whatever. And I learned very quickly how niggas roll. I, very, I learned very quickly how niggas go nick. Every single time. Right. So there's not a lot a nigga can tell me that's going to make me change my mind unless you show me. Right. And I think that's why this. I think I come. Huh? I was saying, I think I come from a different perspective just because of the fact that I'm non binary. Mm -hmm. So my understanding of womanhood. So I, the way that I explain it, I don't identify as girl, woman, or any of that. I identify as black woman because a black as a black woman, I had no choice but to be socialized. There's you when you are a black woman, you have to you are forced to live life as a black woman. You are you are you are no you know that you are a black woman. Right. Like there's there is it oh. is inescapable. It's it there's no getting around it. Um I and this is why it's so interesting because my mom doesn't necessarily agree with this. Um, she was a lot harder on me than she was on Quentin in the thought process of like, 
Every time I turn around, Ariel do this, Ariel do this, Ariel do this, Ariel do this, Ariel do this. And I'm like, you got a whole son over there. You got two kids. Why I got to do everything? He's sitting there. He's sitting right next to you. And you calling me. And you telling me that's, I got to earn my keep because I'm the youngest. And I think that has a lot to do with, like, the socialization of women, especially older women. Mm -hmm. They are... They are told that women are the housekeepers. They're they're the one that keep the house together. They're the ones that keep the home, keep make it a home. So they instill that in their daughters. And it's crazy because I don't mind doing that. Naturally, I don't mind doing it. I don't mind like keeping up with certain things or you know keeping up with the house. I'm not gonna tell all my business, but. I experienced what that felt like to like give of myself that way and it didn't bother me. Mm-hmm. The person was right. And even though now in retrospect, the nigga in me is like, the fuck, bro? Like, you was doing too much. And the nigga in you says, you doing too much. Like, bitch, why the fuck? Right. Like, what was you doing? Why mm-hmm. was you doing that? Because on this side of it, I have nothing to show for it. Right. And so the nigga in me is like, we ain't never doing that again. You ain't got to worry about it. It's and also, I literally women's work, the idea of woman's work is exhausting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, no, no matter, even if you enjoy doing it, even if you like, you love to be that kind of person, it's still work. It's still exhausting. The idea of it is exhausting. I think that's why our um our like New Year's crew that year I told y'all I was like, nah, y'all really had me fucked up. I cussed everybody out when I cussed mm-hmm. for the most part. Which you did. I was so proud of you. Thank you. I, you know, so tired. <laughs> because what I really wanted to say, <laughs> how I really wanted to say it, was fuck you niggas. <laughs> was like y'all bitches got me fucked up. I don't know what y'all thought this was, but I'm not finna be keep playing with y'all about this shit. Y'all might want to figure this out on your own because I ain't doing it ever again. Again, I t- the, the labor that is it is associated with being a woman and then being a woman or a matriarch is a lot. It's a lot to carry. I didn't I didn't realize how much of a matriarch I was seen as. Oh yeah. Yeah. Until I was like, I don't have it. I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Oh, there we go. Um, okay, so yeah, back to what I have been saying. Um I I didn't realize it until I was just like, yeah, now nah, y'all, I'm kind of tired. I don't have it this time around. Like, get somebody else to do it. And luckily, I had you, um, Clyde. Astro and um Patrick, like all y'all kind of and Patty, all y'all kind of gave me the space to just not have to feel like I had to be the matriarch or or that I had to keep it all together. Right. And I was this is the first time I've ever felt like. battered mm-hmm. and like run down and it's not just my friends my family it's kind of like I just feel 
And then the profession I chose. That's a lot. Nobody gives a fuck about your personal life as a therapist. Nobody gives a fuck that you're human as a as a therapist. You're not supposed to have bad days. You're not supposed to fall apart. You're not supposed to have these moments of ADHD. Like you shouldn't be a therapist if you have your own problems. Like it's just that's just the narrative that's out there. So which is already an added emotional labor on top of the already emotional labor of taking taking on these clients that you have. So that's already. And it was funny because Patty asked me, she was like, how do you make space for all these people? And I was like, I don't know. I just do. But then I thought about it. I don't. I make space for everybody else because I don't make no space for myself. Mm. And the person that used to force me to do that, I don't really have that person right now. So, and I realized that God is doing that on purpose for me to figure it out for myself. And I'm going to tell you right now, this shit is hard. Okay. This shit is really hard. I think understanding that. I can't run away from the essence of who I am mm -hmm. is a lot because I'm not, I'm not the, I'm not the, I'm not the type that's going to cry over a stupid ass commercial. I'm not the one that's going to cry at the drop of a hat because something hurt my feelings. If something hurt my feelings, it just hurt my feelings. I'm not going to cry about it. I'm going to cry. Because I'm sensitive. <laughs> I'm going to cry at the drop of a hat. Because that's who I am as a person. And I'm emotional. You, you being for real right now? Literally, someone could be like, I don't like your hair. And I'm like, why would you say that to my face? <laughs> You done? Or you got another one? You done? Like you got another one? Why would you? <laughs> you so full of shit, dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I think, um, I think the reason why we click so well and why sometimes I could just say some shit to you is because the fellow nigga in you will be fine. Like, and then sometimes you have to tell me, you was like, Ariel, don't don't say that to them people. I don't think they're ready to hear that. I don't. It's not us people. That's why. <laughs> and it's so interesting that we always run into people who think that they're like nigga-ish until they meet us for real. Yeah. And then they be realizing like, mm, oh, you some diggers for real. Big Booty Judy is a whole nigga. She's she's more she's she's like ninety percent nigga. I'm a dude, bro. Like I really, I don't understand. And if I don't get it, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. And I'm not gonna argue with you either. I'm not arguing. If, Why? If I don't understand it, I'm just be like, okay, I don't, I don't understand that. So I'm not, I'm not, I have nothing to say to that. Ooh. My ex, okay, my ex. I, I, I still, I still have a lot of love for him. Wish him the best. Hope he's happy. Whatever. We always used to like. He used to always piss me off with this. If he didn't understand something, it was shut down automatically. Automatically. If he understand it or if he didn't agree with it, it's just not, it's not, no, there's no way that that can make sense. There's no way that that can be right. And so when I figured out that that's how he operated, we're not going to argue. We're not going to argue. We're not. I'm going to say my piece. You can say your piece and we're going to move on because what you're not going to do is stress me the fuck out. <laughs> you're not. If I don't understand where you're coming from or if I just don't get it, I'm going to let you do all the talking that you want to do. Do all the talking that you want to do because I'm gonna say what the fuck I said two and minutes. Stand ago. on that shit. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna it. stand on it. That's how I was with languages. 
which is why I knew we wasn't going to work out. Mm. But I also knew we wasn't going to work out because hot air completely. Also, he's a psycho. <laughs> also that, but also how can you tell me you want a relationship, but then in the same breath, tell me that dating doesn't constitute uh, the, the wheel of fortune that can help you get to a relationship. So you supposed to just jump in? Apparently, um, you're supposed to come over and cuddle. <laughs> and uh, I guess, I guess, fuck your way into a relationship. I guess, I guess that's what we're supposed He's to have. Wedding ring at somebody, be like, you're, you're my wife now. I'll see you later. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna assume that. I'm gonna assume that. And I normally don't assume shit, but I'm gonna assume that because he definitely was upset that I wasn't a cuddler and was like looking me sideways if I said, nah, I'm good. I'm about to go home. This was fun. I'm out. And that's that nigga personality of, okay, we did what we needed to do. I'm about to go. I'm out. It's okay. And you didn't feed me either. <laughs> Bitch, I'm out. What? I got food at the house. Food. I got food at the house, but they ain't gonna look at me crazy because I went and got food without you. I'm sorry. Make it make sense. I don't, I don't get it. Why didn't you just call me? If you wanted to take me out, you should have said that. Like, you too busy. And I, I, but however, however, I gave warnings. I did give a warning. I said, I'm a nigga. I'm half nigga. I, I shut down quick. So, you know, you got to show me something for me to stay here. That's what I said. I do tell people, like, part of me is a dude bro. And I'm a I'm I'm going, I'm gonna go dude bro on you. You I'm gonna treat you like a guy. I'm gonna be like a guy in some moments. Astro has to tell me sometimes to ease up a little bit. So sometimes because so sometimes I'll call him and Clyde and ask them, is this too, is this too much? Am I do I need to turn down the nigga a little bit? Like <laughs> do, I need, do I need to turn down the bro ham in me? Because I think I think this is warranted. I think so. And he was like, bro, you cut all that hard shit out, bro. Like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, my bad. My bad. I just, especially when it comes to me expressing when I'm finally like feeling some type of way or when I'm going through one of my moments where my body wants to be really soft and like just experience. <laughs> just experience itself as a soft thing. I was like, I get so mad. I get angry. Yeah. Cause I, that's, un, that's unfamiliar territory to me. And I don't, I ain't never, I ain't never had to be this soft a day in my life. And I feel like it's not necessarily that it's weak, but I don't know what'll come of it or Or, like, what I have to do. It's a new space to explore. Yeah, and it's so weird because there's no one. I'm being soft for myself. And I won't even, I'm not going to call it like you're coming into femininity because I, I don't see it that way. I think that you were, you get to experience a softness that you did not get to experience for a very long time. Yeah, I think so. I have never a woman all the time, like you were all woman. You don't, you've never lost or never not had femininity, but a softness or a, a, a being delicate with yourself is something new. Yeah, because even, even in that softness, there's still an edge to it where I'm just like, girl, buck up. The fuck wrong with you? What you feeling sad for? Like, what you want to cry for? Like, I verbalize it. That's the issue that people have with, like, that soft girl era. People don't. What the fuck is that? And that's the thing. I think people have turned soft girl era and, like, that idea into something that it was never not supposed to be. It was just literally you exploring the softness, being able to be soft. 
being able to relax and not be so hard because you kind of have to be in this kind of world. It's a it's a way to step back. But however, some I don't know what happened. TikTok, social media, something turned soft girl into this weak bitch era. And that was never point. I didn't understand it. They was like, oh, I'm taking trips. I'm going on luxury. I'm doing this. And I'm like, I do that already. And I'm still a nigga. So what's the point? What does that even mean? It was so. It, the whole luxury, all that shit, that came because of uh, capitalism. I'm, I'm, I'm just the whole, that's the whole thing. Soft girl era was supposed to be exploring a softer side of you because you had, you don't want to be as hardened as you were before. That was it. And I'm learning that I can be both. I don't have to be afraid of the soft side. And the soft side is just as powerful. Very. As my roughneck. It <laughs> my is roughneck side. Value. It's what? Both sides are just as valuable as the other. You, I think, honestly, you'll need both in order to really function in this world. I, I can't say that F word you just said, but I think to understand your full... What's the word? Say the word. Say the word. Femininity? Thank you. To, to, to <laughs> you're not going to embarrass me. I'm not going to say the word. Word that you can't huh? say. I forgot that femininity was a word that you can't say very well. No, I cannot. I don't understand why. Because I could say anemone. I could say that. That's harder. You know what? It's not harder. I can say it's slow. I can say it if I say it's slow. If I break it down, like I can say it. But just fast, uh-uh, I can't say it and, you know, whatever. But I feel like in order for you to tap into the full essence of that, you have to know both sides. Like you have yeah. to have both sides. And... Because it's funny because even with like being sensual or like, you know, some women look real, real cute and real sexy when they be trying to do all these sexy faces and all that stuff. Uh -uh, I'm too goofy for that shit. <laughs> and I've been told that I have those faces, but I couldn't tell you how to. I don't ask me to do them on, on the spot like that. Like, I don't you know, know what that means. I can't. I can't be like sexy. Like when you tell me to, like I can't, I can't just pop that shit out. Mm mm. Mm mm. Say being involved with kink allows you to explore a very sensual side of yourself, and it, it allows you to kind of explore what that looks like for you personally. Mm hmm. So I invite, I invite you to explore kink. Try sensual. It's out. I'm too mature. <laughs> Too immature. I'm gonna be laughing. <laughs> I'm too immature. <laughs> Girl, sometimes the dudes that I did, I just sometimes I was gonna say I'm gonna laugh because bitch, I'm, this what is this? <laughs> what you mean? I no, because you know I told you don't touch my neck. Don't touch my neck. Don't do it. <laughs> don't touch. <my> <laughs> That's why I said my friends think I'm absolutely batshit crazy, especially some of the dudes I done, I done, um had encounters with. They I don't know what it is about men automatically going for my neck. That tickles. So they be like, hey, I be like hey. <laughs> I just be laughing. <laughs> it tickle. I was like, huh? That's a no-no zone for you. It's a no-no zone for me because that does not turn me on. Even my nipples don't. That made me. That made me laugh. 
Why does it make you laugh? Because it tickle. It tickle. That is not that is not a sensation for me. Like I don't I don't have that. Don't touch anything around here. I laugh. I really do. And they get so mad because they was like, "What you laughing at? It tickle, bitch. What the fuck you want me to do?" I was like, "Yeah, I can be mad. You can be mad all you want to." I I told y'all from the beginning. I'm a laugher. I'm goofy. No man wants to be laughed at during the act. I'm not laughing at you, but you're tickling me. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, just call me Tickle Me Elmo. The fuck? I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do. Okay, so that's the, the whole the whole area. No, no box. We're just no. You're gonna ruin the whole mood. And you're gonna ruin the moment. And if you want me to go into sensory overload, just go by my ear. That's incredible. That just wow. First of all, you know what it sounds like when somebody's trying to lick your ear. Yeah, you know that sounds. Do, do you know how much I hate that sound? Yeah, you don't even like when people eat. <laughs> I don't. So, again, it's funny to me. But this is why the situation that kind of fucked me up and kind of, like, kicked the door open, some, like, this soft shit. I will have to say, the only person... The only person that has ever unlocked the sensations that didn't tickle. Now I don't know what to do with that. And the only person that can handle the nigga in me. Well. Because I'm like, but now, now, my nigga is in full-fledged, full fix, and I'm trying not to let it, let him be. I'm going to be honest. It's, hey. We got to give him a name. The nigga in you needs a name. Just so that we can address him and be like, hey, can you sit down for like two seconds? Baby, they just be throwing shit off this roof. I'm sorry. It just. Okay. I'm sorry, y'all. It's the people cleaning up the stuff they did to the roof and they taking the stuff off the um off the roof and they just dropping it and catching it and like, you know, that kind of stuff. Anyway. <clears throat> um I don't know. We gonna we gonna think about it. We gonna figure it out. Honestly, yeah. You say what? Honestly, it might just be AJ. The mm-hmm. action. Nah. <laughs> nah, I'm actually AJ. <laughs> um, the the nigga in me could be. It could be Earl. You know what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> you know what? Keep it, girl. Earl, that's it. That's the one. Or nah, we can do Lorel. Lorel? Yeah, Lorel. That sound more niggaish than Earl. Earl sound like an old grandpa. It do sound like an old man. Yeah. Earl work on cars. Yeah. Like Lorel. <laughs> like the Lorel like to stand on the street corner. That's it. Mm-hmm. Lorel like that hood nigga that like real street, like street smart but book smart. So then he went to college and got his degree and shit. And then so every once in a while he could acclimate to all of the things. I see that. I can see that. 
Mm-hmm. So we're gonna call him Larell. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be his name. But okay, so I think the last piece of this is just simply like I think it's I think it's wild that there's always there's a lot more of us in the middle like this than there are for the ones that are on different sides of the pendulum. <clears throat> and the ones that are like super girly that feel like a man, the the ones that are Delulu, that feel like a man should take care of them or a man should have all of these different accolades, but they ain't gotta have shit. Um, I pray for them, you know, I pray really hard because where who where where did you get that from? And who and who gave that to them? Because they they obviously missed the mark just a little bit. I think women like that are often looking for caretakers. And that's where they feel secure. Mm. Do you think maybe that's like a that's like a something that they didn't get as kids? I think for some it's very possible that I think some of them maybe they were overused and they're exhausted and they want caretakers because mm -hmm. it's overworked. Some people did not get the caretaking that they deserved or that they needed when they were kids. So now they look for caretakers. And then some women are delusional. This is true. Yes. Because I would say, I realize if you just are good to people, doesn't matter the, the capacity of the relationship. If you're just good to people, they'll, they'll be good to you. And they'll be willing and open to do just about anything for you because they know it's not going to be something that's like, oh, I did this and this and that. Because I'll never get on here and talk about the number of things that I've done for people or this one particular person. Like, I'll never get on here and just be like, well, I did this. And I, I didn't do it for that reason. I don't want the accolades, actually. Mm -hmm. I don't. I kind of cringe when people talk about, you know, me in any capacity I cringe because I don't I don't need y'all to be blasting me or putting my business out in the street like that. But I get it. Some people need to do that and some people want to do that. Okay, cool, whatever. Live your best life. But I think um it just it just stands to reason that like if women just kind of honed in and did things for themselves or take care of themselves and then just be good to other people or just, it's not just women specific, but since the episode is just talking about us not being, you know, and how women are, how women are in general, if you're just good to yourself mainly, and then you're good to other people, there's nothing in this world that you don't have access to or nothing in this world that you can't do well at or do good at. And I think that's that says a lot. Because people forget that you have to, you can't do anything alone. Yeah. You you need relationships to do anything. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times it's not about what you know, it's who you know. Also, people <clears throat> built for community, built to exist as a lone a island. Yeah. People need community. And that means a varying kinds of community, not just sticking with one one particular group or the other. You need you need all of it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people forget that. You say what? Except for white women who don't see color. Yeah, no, nah. y'all need to y'all. Mm -mm, nah. I don't need you. I don't need you around me. It's fine. No, I don't. I don't want you around me. And and you know, I just I just think that it takes a lot to understand. Um, um, 
but yeah, I think I think mostly it just it just stands to reason. Be good to people, people. Be good to yourself. Be good to other people. Leave the people alone. And um, I think that's it. That's it. That's all. You ready to take them out now? <laughs> oh, I don't even know which direction to go in. Um, I mean, you'll figure it out. It's time for music of the week. Music of the week. Hey, hey. Music of the week. Music of the week. Hey, hey. My back hurts. That was the best I got, okay? But listen. It's getting worse and worse every season. And y'all keep making me do it. Because you came up with it. The fuck? Did I? Yes. Oh, I didn't remember. I'm sorry. Anyway. um, Let's see. What is my song of the week? Because I've been... Oh, no, no, no. I lied. I lied. I lied. I lied. I lied. I lied. Um... So I am a dedicated member of the Transformation Church, and they have a, um, they have finally released um, their worship music this year. And this week, again, has been a week from the pits of hell as far as, you know, just pure exhaustion and things. And so instead of me trying to lean into the woe is me, Lord, what's happening to me, I just decided to worship instead. So um, there was a series last year or the thing of the year was Here is Holy. Mm-hmm. And so I have been listening to those songs on repeat for the last few days, last week, because even though everything around me is starting to go to shit, it's putting it mildly because it is a little mild. It's, 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 you can do it. It just takes a lot out of you because it's just so much happening at one time. Facts. Um, so yeah, it was definitely, definitely here is holy. And a part of that is since I'm here, Lord, please take over. I'm staying here cause I'm safe right here. I, that's all I got, Lord. I ain't got nothing else to say. I can't say nothing else. I don't know what else to say, but I do know that's how I'm feeling right now. Facts. So... It's going to be on as soon as we get off of here, too. What you got? Um, my song of the week is definitely not as inspirational as Bongos by Cardi B and Megan Stallion. I saw that VMA's performance, and there was so much stage. I didn't see it. Megan is Megan doing Megan shit. That's what I love. Oh, I love that. Although Cardi, Cardi, I think I know in the past Cardi has admitted that she can't dance, but she is she was a little stiff. Just a little bit. Well, yeah, she said that multiple times. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to look that up on YouTube. It was it was a good performance. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to watch that. But okay, so guys, this has been another episode of Code Switching Naturally. Eventually, we'll make our way back to the studio. It's just right now, we just it's just way too much going on. Like I said, Q is out of town this week. I'm out of town next week. Well, tomorrow after this drops, like I'll be out of town. So um, it's just we have all of us have too much going on. There's too many transitions. We'll make it to the studio eventually, y'all. Like, we'll make it back. We miss it. We miss the studio. Um, it definitely was diff- way different. But um, it just right now, we just can't do it. If you made it this far, tell us some of your... I actually, no, we don't want to hear it. 
I just think that you should like, comment, share, and subscribe. Um, and if you want to share, like, you know, your thoughts on this episode, tell us, give us feedback. Um, do you agree, disagree? Fight about it we in the comments, I guess. Um, because I said what I said, I meant every word. Um Came with my ass, so it is what it is. Um, again, like, comment, share, subscribe. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend, and we'll, you know, stay black, stay beautiful, stay humble. Bye. Bye.